Welcome to IM73 Discipleship on SOA Radio, now on Spotify and iTunes. This is Joseph Borba, coming to you straight out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I know why they call it the Sunshine State. Yes, August and September. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, home of the pro-family, pro-freedom, pro-life, Ron DeSantis. Let's lift our hearts and our minds in prayer to Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thanks and praise, glory, honor, and obedience to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Amen. You are the Lion of Judah, the Father's Lamb. Holy is your name. Yes, Lord, santificado sea tu nombre. We worship you as our King, our Lord, our Savior. We place nothing and no one above you, Lord. Lord Jesus, we're praying for an end to abortion. Anyone seeking an abortion today, through our prayer and your power, change their minds and let their children live and follow God's word as revealed to Israel. Deuteronomy 30:19 The Father's words Believe them I have set before you life and death blessing or curse Choose life so that you and your descendants may live Lord Jesus we're praying for the Uyghurs They are literally enslaved in an evil communist re- regime in China May the leaders around the world have the courage to publicly condemn this act of genocide. Lord Jesus, we're praying for all those who lost their lives in Maui, the fires there, and for their families. We're praying that Christian charity may be bestowed upon them in abundance so that they can bury their loved ones and rebuild their families and their lives and their homes. Lord, we're thanking you and praising you for the sound of freedom, for the exposure of the pedophiles and the groomers and the kidnappers who are kidnapping these children and selling their bodies for money. It's such an evil, evil thing. It's, it's hard to be, believe it's happening in such large numbers. It's definitely led by the demon, the father of lies, Satan, the fool. Continue, Lord, to expose them all. Yes, Lord, let every demon-led groomer and kidnapper and pedophile be exposed and imprisoned and set your children free Lord, please, in your mighty name. Lord Jesus, we're always praying for the pobre and all single moms and single dads and families throughout the world having a hard time feeding their families, giving them a good education, something to eat every day. They're poor because too many folks are greedy and lustful for power and money. Jesus, we believe in the power, the revelation of your word. 
In your gospel, the gospel of Luke chapter 12, verse 2, you reveal to the world, to us as disciples, that there is nothing concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. In your power, Lord, in your dunamis, many secrets are being revealed right now. And the exposure is putting fear into the hearts and the leaders of politicians around the world who have been lying and cheating and stealing from the pobre and they're panicking, Lord. Continue to expose them, Lord Jesus. Yes, to continue to expose all the corruption and the lies and let the stealing stop so the pobre can feed their families. We ask this all in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are in the Gospel of John. We're in chapter 3. I want to share with you some excellence about prayer and the church and the teachings of the church all over the world. We, as a faith, we worship Jesus Christ daily. If you wanted to be united with them in worship, you can. This is one of the majesties of the Catholic Church, is that we have, the church has put together, the magisterium has put together something called the Daily Roman Missal. And every person attending Mass right now, the millions who daily attend Mass in Africa, in Asia, in Europe, North and South America, They're all reading the same scriptures, the same sacred scriptures. And we can do the same thing. You can actually get it online, but my recommendation, if you want to begin a prayer life or enhance your prayer life, is buy something called the Daily Roman Missal. You can find it on Amazon. It's a little bit pricey. But trust me on this one, please. The blessings will far far outweigh the expenses. In that daily Roman Missal, you're going to find every single reading for the rest of your life. Yes, cycles A, B, and C, year one and two, you're going to find the epistles. You're going to find the Old Testament, the Psalms, the New Testament, and of course, the gospel. This is an excellent way for us as as disciples to stay united in prayer with the church. Yes, because our prayer, the greatest prayer of the church is the body and blood of Jesus Christ, the Eucharist, the sacrament of the Eucharist, daily mass. When you unite yourself in prayer and you're reading the same scriptures that they're praying and we're praying now in the Daily Roman Missal, that is an excellent moment to beg Jesus Christ for something called spiritual communion. Spiritual communion is simply when a person cannot attend the Mass, and the church knows that everybody's working. It's difficult to attend daily Mass So the church wrote it down, wrote down all the scriptures that that we're praying today 
and worshiping at daily mass. And you can do that. And when you do that, you can ask for spiritual communion. Spiritual communion is when a believer like you wants the grace and the effects of the Eucharist to come to them, even though they are not able to physically attend the Mass. It's like St. Paul said to the Colossians, absent in the body, present in the spirit. Pope Francis actually wrote a beautiful prayer to the church to pray for this spiritual communion. I'm going to read it to you. This is it from the Pope. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment revere you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and I unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. That's a beautiful prayer asking for the presence of the Eucharist to be upon us, even though we are not able to attend spiritual communion. The reason that I am recommending the daily missal over reading it on the internet, you know, from an app, that's excellent. There's only one thing you won't get, I believe. I haven't been able to find it. In the daily missal, every Sunday, the church picks a part of the catechism to do a teaching about about what we're about to read. It's like an exegesis. It's a synopsis of the scriptures, and it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's powerful. I'm going to read to you the, the teaching of the church from the catechism that we had a couple weeks ago. It was the gospel of the Canaanite woman. So this is the church's teaching in the Daily Roman Missal. Just as Jesus prays to the Father and gives thanks before receiving his gifts, so he teaches us filial boldness. Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you receive it and you will. Such is the power of prayer and of faith that does not doubt. All things are possible to him who believes. Jesus is saddened by the lack of faith of his own neighbors and the little faith of his own disciples as he is struck with admiration at the great faith of the Roman centurion and the Canaanite woman. Let's break that down a little bit. That is so awesome. There's so much there. The teaching is Jesus admires and praises strong faith, a faith that perseveres through trials and silence and sacrifices. Those are the traits of a follower of Jesus Christ. So the church is quoting the Bible. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you will receive it, and you will. That's Matthew 21-22. Mark 11-24 says this, Therefore I tell you, 
all that you ask for in prayer, believe that you shall receive it, and you will. That's such a beautiful thing, beautiful scriptures and a beautiful teaching. Now, why does the church in her catechism and her teaching here mention two pagans? Yes, the Roman centurion's a pagan. He is not a believer. He's not of the Jewish faith, and he's definitely not following Jesus Christ, or so we think. But that Roman centurion came to faith. His faith was so powerful that you and I even have it in our worship. Every Sunday, I'm going to say these words, and you're going to recognize them. And these are the words from the Roman centurion. The centurion's servant was paralyzed at home. He had nowhere to go. He had gone to all his false gods, and he came to Jesus in faith. And he said, Lord, my servant, help me. And Jesus says, okay, I'll go there. And the the centurion says this to Jesus Christ, Lord, I am not worthy to have you enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. The gospel of the Lord, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We say those exact words before we receive the body and blood of Christ. We replace servant with soul. What about the Canaanite woman? The Canaanite woman is another example of strong Faith. That's what we're trying, that the church and the Bible and Jesus is trying to point out. We're going to take a short break and we're going to be right back with the Canaanite woman. Hey, Sowers, this is your sister in Christ, Rosa Peñate, your host of Voyage with Christ here on Asnes Sower Radio. And I want to go ahead and invite you to be a part of our I Am 73 Consecration to Jesus program that we have here at Sower. This is an amazing 33 days in which we will get to the opportunity and chance to read through all four Gospels of the Holy Scriptures and find an incredible closeness to our Lord that will transform our lives. Amen. So I want to go ahead and invite you once again to be a part of this consecration of I am 73 to our Lord Jesus Christ. Call us at 818-745-1771 for more information. God bless. Welcome back to I am 73 on SOA Radio. This is Joseph Borba. We are in the word of God. We're explaining why Jesus admires and praises strong faith. And he saw it in People we don't expect to to have that kind of faith. And that's why he's saying this is powerful. And that's why he rewarded them. So remember, the Canaanite woman had many gods. Okay? Now I'm going to read to you the, the gospel of the Canaanite woman that we read a couple of weeks ago in the church. This is Matthew chapter 15 beginning with verse 21. Then Jesus went from the place, from that place, and withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, 
Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. His disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. But the woman came and did him homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done to you as you wish. And her daughter was healed from that hour. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. That is powerful, my brothers and sisters. Her faith is powerful. Notice at first, Jesus was silent. No answer to her plea for her cry out for help. Is it not the same for us? Don't we often receive silence from God in our prayers? Doesn't that happen often? What else happened there? Next, Jesus says, No, I only came for the lost sheep of Israel. He tells her that. I didn't come for you. I come for the, came for the lost sheep of Israel. Did that stop her? No, it did not. She continued to ask for help, to cry out. And finally, Jesus rebukes her. He says something that it's, it's harsh. He says, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. Dogs is what the Israelites called the pagans. He called her a dog. Did that stop her? It did not. No silence, no revelation, no rebuke stopped her. Stopped her from pleading and begging. And that's why it's in our scriptures. That's why it's in our gospel. That's why we read it. Because Jesus is testing her faith. Why test it so profoundly? Because she is a Canaanite woman. The woman had many false gods, like the god Baal, the pagan god of life and fertility. Jesus does not want to be just another one of her gods. Jesus had to know that her faith was now in him and not Baal. So he kept saying no to her prayers until he was convinced that she was sincere and believed in Jesus alone. And when Jesus believed that, he said, O oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as your wish. And her daughter was healed from that hour on. Amen and alleluia. 
Brothers and sisters, we use the Roman centurion and the Canaanite woman as an example of how to be persistent in prayer. Her words were persistent. Even the dogs, Lord, eat the scraps. She was agreeing with him. She said, go to Israel first, Lord. It's okay. It's okay. Go to Israel. But don't leave me. Don't leave us alone. Even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from their master's table. It's so powerful. The church follows the gospels, follows the scriptures. The church is always pushing us, guiding us, telling us to continue to pray in the silence when we're seemingly rebuked or rejected. Paul said this to the church in Thessalonica. They had lots of problems. Paul tells them, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Listen here, church. In all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It's so powerful. It's so beautiful. It's so strong. So the recommendation The truth is, brothers and sisters, we are always going to encounter silence in our prayers, but never stop praying. I'll give you the 100. The Canaanite woman's prayer touched my heart deeply years ago. And every night, I say the same exact Bible words over and over and over again, especially when there is a trial that I'm going through, especially when there is a cross that I have to bring to heaven. It's a cross that I can't change. I just need to carry. And so I say, Lord Jesus, please, Lord, even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from their master's table. And saying those words over and over and over again, there's a peace in the silence. There's a peace in the prayer. The Holy Spirit comforts us in our trials, in our sacrifices, in the crosses we carry. So the teaching of the church is never stop petitioning the Lord Jesus Christ. Never stop praying. Pray without ceasing. We continue our exegesis of the gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 16 through 21. Last week, we saw that God condemns condemns no one to the lake of fire. No, we do that to ourselves by our choices, our sins. Jesus died for everyone's sins, so salvation is possible, must be possible for everyone. But as verses 19 and 20 reveal, this is the verdict. The light came into the world, but people preferred darkness to light because their works were evil. For everyone who does evil 
hates the light and will not come to the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. That's the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I want to show you um, a difference between the Bible and certain translations. That was the NAB translation, and it said people preferred darkness to light. This is the actual Greek. I'm going to give you the what the word is from a professional. Sometimes the Greek can be a little bit hard to pronounce, but this is from somebody who's paid to pronounce it correctly. This is the Greek word that the NAB transfers, translates as preferred. Strong's G25, agapao, agapao. Agapao. One more time. Strong's G25, agapao, agapao. So the Greek word is agapao, and the literal translation is loved. I'm not sure why they translate it preferred. For me, that's not a good translation because the the Bible says the people loved darkness to light. That's the problem. Loving the realm of Satan, darkness, is condemning yourself to the lake of fire. Do you see the difference? That is a big difference. When people love darkness, they hate the light, and Jesus says they don't want their works to be exposed. But what do we do? We know that we have to expose them. Paul reveals this to the Ephesians. This is Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11. He instructs the church about darkness and the realm of Satan, which he fought all the time, and what to do about that. Take no part in the fruitless works of darkness. Did you hear that? Take no part in the fruitless works of darkness, rather expose them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, St. Paul. We're not supposed to hide from that. I love his advice. When people who love darkness try to keep their crimes and their sins a secret, we're, as Christians, are not to stand idly by and say, well, that's their business. It's their life. It's the Beatles thing. Let it be. No way, Jose. The Word of God commands us as disciples, as authentic Christians, as followers, to expose evil to the light so they can be saved. If you keep them in darkness, they're going to the lake of fire. That's called salvation. That's why we evangelize, to get them out of the lake of fire. So thank you to the movie, Sound of Freedom, for exposing the kidnappers. Thank you for exposing the corruption and the lies, all you whistleblowers. Thank you to Ennis Cantor for being a public voice, a voice without fear of the consequences for exposing the genocide that the satanic 
communist regime is inflicting upon the Uyghurs right now. Do you see it, my brothers and sisters? We don't walk away from darkness. We expose it. If there is any darkness in your life right now, expose it through confession. Go to the sacrament. Confess your sins directly to Jesus and then go to the priest and have your sins forgiven. Yes, we don't only expose the sins of kidnappers and pedophiles and all that stuff. We have to stay pure and follow Jesus' commands. We have to do that to ourselves. We have to know when we need to expose, confess our sins. And the Holy Spirit is guiding us to that today by teaching us so profoundly how important it is to have faith in Jesus Christ. Mark 9.23 will close with this beautiful word of God. Everything is possible for one who believes. That's the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You are a believer. You are a believer, a disciple. Everything is possible for you. That is our Bible study for today. As St. Paul says to the Ephesians, the gospel of your salvation is what we just read. Having listened to the gospel of your salvation, your hearts are now prepared to receive spiritual communion. Amen to the blood of the Father's Lamb, Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoyed this message produced by El Sembrador Ministries. Remember, you can watch ESNA programming 24 hours a day through the ESNA radio app on the radio 540 AM in Carmel Valley or at www.jesusthesower.com. Look for us on social media and on our YouTube channel as Noel Diaz Esne. Do not miss out on the wide variety of messages and religious material for the growth of your spiritual life. The number of our offices is 773-777-7773 and you can visit us online at www.elsembrador.org the Sower New Evangelization. Thank you for being part of this great family.